spacecraft did not crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. You know flat earthers, I guarantee it. But you don't know who they are because they're afraid of talking about it. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system. Hello and welcome to the... We can't number this one. Annual Subliminal Deception Podcast, your weekly dose of conspiracy theory bullshit. My name is Cody. I'm joined by my pal Phil. How are you? Doing good, buddy. How about yourself? Not doing too bad. Well, we got kind of a big announcement here. So over the next two weeks, Phil and I have some uh, serious life events going on. Phil is going to be... Um, are you a groomsman in the wedding? Oh, yeah. Best man. Your best man. Okay, Phil's about to be the best man in his brother's long-awaited wedding. We'll say that. Long-awaited. And uh, I, the following week, am going to be moving. So we're kind of in a conundrum because when I move, that means the equipment moves, which means there cannot be any shows that are created. So we're going to have this banter episode dropping on the regular feed the video will be av- available for the patrons, and this will kind of give you a sample if you like Phil and I's little banter session. This is kind of what we do on the Patreon, and you can watch, listen to it, whatever you feel like. So, um, somebody's going to be going black. Don't worry. The men in black or the reptilians are not after us. I know uh, Harry, is it Harry and Meghan are exposing the reptilians in the, the royal family right now. And uh, we're keeping an eye out on that. Yeah, the uh, that big interview they had with Oprah, uh-huh. they kind of flipped the lid open on some of that shit. So I, uh, Bianca told me last night that there's like rumors of her running for president. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, now I guess now that Trump's been president, kind of the floodgates are open for celebrities. But uh, I don't know. That might be an uphill battle. Yeah, I don't know how old she is. I mean, I don't know if she's 35 in a few years then, because I thought that she was younger than I am and I'm 35 right now. So Uh, are you running for president anytime soon? No, probably not. (laughs) I mean, maybe uh, maybe a state senator just once or twice, get that money and then retire. I mean, you might have to start out like a mayor. You might have to like try to be a mayor of like eh, I I don't I always wondered okay so let's think of Crescuayu our hometown what does yeah. the mayor even do there like what what is his job I have no fucking idea I remember there was that one time that that crazy man ran yeah. for mayor and actually won he wanted he he was he was basically stumping to try to get all of the teenagers votes. Because he wanted to open up like a skate park and he wanted to do all this stuff for the kids. Yeah. I don't know who the hell voted for him, <laughs> but I don't remember him really doing anything once he got in. Well, I remember him as like the, he was like a, I hate to use the word crazy, but that's the best way I can describe. He's a little nutty and he was the yep. bus driver. He was a bus yes. driver, which, you know, um, can you remember for a period? I don't remember how long it was, maybe a year or two. 
I took the bus with you and we rode on the same bus. Do you remember that bus driver? Yeah, there was, so there was a couple of them I had. I had, there was, they were all older people. Uh, one was an older lady and she was pretty, there was one of them that was a real fucking asshole when it came <laughs> to like people even talking a little bit uh-huh. or like, you know, having their arms up on the seat or something like that. Then there was another one who just drove the bus and didn't give a fucking shit about anything that, you did. I think so. that's who I'm thinking of. Like literally the yeah. kids could be uh, disemboweling each other in the back seat, <laughs> and he would just keep driving and he wouldn't oh, give yeah. a fuck. He wouldn't give a flying fuck at all. Um, I can't remember his name. I Rest in peace. I'm assuming he's probably dead by this point. He looked pretty oh, yeah. old. By, <laughs> he looked pretty old back then. Um, you rode you rode the bus pretty much your whole career, right? In school, the whole well. So up until I I, uh, I grew up ten miles out of town. So up until I got a car, yeah, hmm. pretty much that entire time. So I would say until sixteen years old, like sophomore year, yeah, I rode the bus, yeah. and then those last year and a half. You rode the bus too, but you got on. It was like the routes combined. So, like your bus met up with my bus, and then you jumped on my bus. Yeah, and the thing is, too, when I was really little, they had me riding the bus, but for some reason, I decided not to get off the bus, and I ended up going all the way to like the the bus parking garage or whatever before they found me. <laughs> the bus bar. The bus barn. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I wasn't allowed on the bus anymore. <laughs> Jesus, one strike and you're out. Yeah, I get. Well, I cancel think, culture. I think my mom canceled me from getting on the bus. And then for some reason, I wanted to start riding the bus again in like high school. I don't. Maybe I just wanted to get home sooner. I don't know. I don't know why I started doing it. Oh, yeah. Well, because you didn't actually get home until your dad closed up the shop. Yeah. So, yeah, I can imagine that. So, we yeah, I get out of school at, what, 3 or 3.30, and then I have to hang around town, and we won't get to go home until 5.30 to sometimes it could be 6.30. It gets kind of boring just kind of sitting there, so. Yeah, the bus is where I did all of my homework before school. So, in the morning, <laughs> I would do all of my homework, and then pretty much it would – the teachers thought that I was probably a little mentally challenged because of when, you know, those buses are really fucking shaky and I have terrible handwriting anyway. So I can imagine them seeing my handwriting, trying to figure out what the fuck I was trying to write. Yeah. But, yeah. You're I'm, I'm not going to my penmanship's not great, Phil, but yours is uh, something to behold, I think. Yeah, I've I've pretty <laughs> terrible. It's because I. Well, here's the thing. It was the nuns. Mm. They were such assholes about mm. how you held your pencil. And I, of course, knew that they were full of shit about their entire life choices <laughs> up till that point. So I'm not going to listen to them about how to hold my pencil. So right. that's pretty much why I hold my pencil like pretty much just like this. Like just, you know. Yeah, you hold the very not, interesting. Not correct. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I, there's something you just brought up that I was trying to remember. Can you remember how to write cursive at all? A little bit, like some of the letters, Mm. but there's sometimes I'll be like printing and I'll just immediately, all of a sudden it'll be like, I'll write a cursive S and then go back to normal. So it's kind of weird how it works like that, but 
I was it's wondering. On and off. I would love to know if they even teach that shit anymore. Because I no, I have not the slightest clue at all if they do or not. Yeah, I think they're busy teaching the kids like math and science <laughs> and things like that. We never like the stuff we were really not taught. Like maybe we had a math class every like an hour or two a week, but it was religion. You know, one hour a day, church on Thursday, learning how to write cursive, and then. Pretty much just well, getting yelled at. Well, I mean, let's be fair. Jesus didn't need to do math, and look how great he is. I mean, come on. Yeah. Why Why would we have to do it? I'm surprised they didn't teach us carpentry and leadership <laughs> skills. Like, oh, that's all Jesus knew was carpentry and leadership skills. That's so, all you get. So I want to know if you're aware that, okay, so last week here, uh, Blazing... Uh, 50s, let's say 50s, maybe close to 61 day. Felt amazing. Yeah. Yesterday, fucking snowstorm. And yeah, it all night last night. Fuck. And it's just like, come on, guys. Like, I know. I thought you were done with that shit. Yeah, that's what I thought too. It fucking snowed again. And now it's, uh, uh, mel- uh you know, it's melting already. And it's just like, I, I, I'm going to give the drivers of Minnesota a little credit because I did not witness any accidents on my way to work this morning, which is really rare when there's hmm. an ounce of snow on the um, on the ground. There was a phantom traffic jam, though, on my way home. I don't know what or who caused it. There's a phantom traffic jam um i'm not I've, i can never figure out how those happen i have no idea how those happen yeah probably just somebody maybe fishtailed a little bit and was trying to correct it ended up in the middle of the road <laughs> it's usually usually um back when i was trying to drive in the midwest and i would be stuck behind somebody that's what had happened they had fishtailed they hadn't gotten in an accident with anybody but they just ended up like sideways like looking the wrong way so Dude, maybe it was something like that situation. You know what was one of the scariest things? And I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, but it was when I was working overnight at Sam's Club many moons ago. And I was coming off the off ramp and it was like 530 in the morning or something dark as shit. Nobody's on the road. And I'm coming in and I must have not seen the ice patch or that it was all icy on the exit. And, like, I did, like, a 360, and my car just, like, spun around in the middle of the road, and I was able to, like, stop, and then, like, keep going. But it was just so, God, I was so lucky. I was so lucky that's all that happened. It was just, like, the perfect 360 there and then just took off. Any of that happened to you before? Yeah. So we were at a party in Lime Springs. (laughs) So we were in Lime Springs, so you know whose house it was. Yeah. And I was going, we had run out of uh, Coca-Cola. So we ran, I was running to the travel plaza to get some Coke. Uh, Basically, you know how after Lime Springs, when you go into the travel plaza, it starts to um, go downhill a little bit. Yeah. When you're getting to the highway. I was driving on that road. It was a blizzard out. I shouldn't have been driving. Oh, I shouldn't have been (laughs) driving even though it was good conditions, but I was 16. So... I was driving, going down that hill, and as I got to the hill, I sped up a little bit as I got to the hill and then tried to tap on my brakes as I was going down. All of a sudden, I start fishtailing, 
and I'm going like back and forth. Ooh. So I didn't know at the time that you're just supposed to like ride it out and you know, like let it let the wheels catch and correct themselves. Mm. So I'm sitting there overcorrecting, overcorrecting. Ooh. So all of a sudden it's like the last big swoosh before I'm gonna fucking you know kick it into the ditch. So what I do is my genius brain, I fucking like jack the steering wheel throw it into park and i immediately do like three spins <laughs> and then my tires luckily catch the uh the shoulder and i like skid to a stop right <laughs> as i'm about to fucking go into the ditch this is in the pontiac 6000 so don't worry it's in a it's a that car is probably like this yeah. fucking big right now in some junkyard yeah but, so i i pretty much killed the transmission but it was already fucked anyway but yeah, I was about maybe less than a foot away from sliding into the ditch. I put it into reverse, like back it up, go to the travel plaza, buy the soda, and then go back to the party. So <laughs> I was fucking, I must have looked like a ghost yeah, when I walked in there. Yellow poopy like, in your pants, probably. Yeah. Oh, I, like if, if I wasn't, actually, luckily, I was, I was a little bit drunk. Because if I wasn't, I probably would have like, put that bitch right in the ditch so dude dude i'm uh, driving uh yeah there you go this is sober driving but i remember maybe you were with us i can't remember we had just gotten off of work at uh maves's whatever 10 11 and my windows were all frosted up and we parked by where those bars were that your dad hung out at what was that one yep the m&m the m&m And I thought it'd be cool because I just wanted to leave and just drive with a fogged up window. Well, I happened to run right into one of the drunks like uh, vans and it had a huge trailer hitch. Yeah. So it like hit. I hit it and it shattered my like uh, license plate bracket and everything. Was this in the Cavalier? Yeah, in the Cavalier. In In the the Cavalier. Cavalier. Okay. That's good. I remember we went to Dota's house because we're all hanging out there and I was so freaked out that like the cops are going to come get me for a hit and run. (laughs) Well, that bar is right across the street from the fucking cop shop. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Like literally like the, the courthouse and the sheriff's office is right here across the street. Uh All those bars where you hit that car. (laughs) Excuse me. Well, it's just like, I, I remember I checked the next day because I don't know if, the drunk guy like left his van there or whatever, but uh, the van was completely fine. It was just my license plate got pushed in and my like bracket got shattered because yeah. I only hit it going like maybe two, three miles an hour. Like it wasn't nothing big, but it was just like my 16 year old head. I was like pissing out the side of my pants. I was terrified. Yeah. Well, the cops probably saw that little bit of shit on the ground and thought that he caused that accident probably I imagine waited for him and arrested him so <laughs> you might have gotten a drunk driver off the road that night hey could, could have i could you know what <laughs> could have been my dad he had a van with a hitch on the back so could have been my dad i feel like i would have recognized him because you were driving those around then i think this was mm-hmm. like not an astro what was the van the large van before the astro van it was an astro van it was there was a blue one and there was a gray one so at that time that you were driving the Cavalier, though, I was driving the Pontiac 6000. But I'm, we used to race it down the road. <laughs> I, uh, uh, what is going to say? No, the, I'm talking about like Chevy in general. 
Mm. When Chevy, Chevy, before they released the Astro Van, they had a full-size van before that, and I can't remember what that one was called. Um, I don't think it was an Ecoline. No. That's Ford. Ford is Ecoline. It was like a big full-size van. It usually had like the rapey curtain windows. Oh, It was one of those. And it had like the little ladder on the back of it with the spare tire. It looked like a camper. Yeah, kind of. It was one of those, so... Maybe the dude was sleeping in there. I don't know, but <laughs> he, he might have been sleeping in there at the time. I actually think that night after I did that, we were at his house and I think Matt like stole vodka from his mom or something. And we mm. were drinking that up in his room. Were you there that night? I don't remember. Could have been. I don't know. All those fucking all those days just kind of mixed together. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, real stupid. But uh, it's, yeah, I, I don't know. That was uh, stupid brain there doing that. Man, we used to work. What time did we usually get off on weekends at that restaurant? Midnight. Because we closed down at 11, and then we would clean up, get off at midnight, and then we'd go straight to a party. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, not every night, but yeah, it's... Uh, not every weekend night, but yeah, a lot of those weekend nights. We yeah. Do. Oh, man, you get off so late there. Could you imagine yeah. working that late anymore? I mean, it would suck, but yeah. Yeah. The thing is, it's it's restaurant hours, so yeah. it's not like you get there at 6 in the morning. You're getting there at 5 o'clock at night, working till like 11, closing it down and leaving at midnight. Yeah. So just the bad thing bad. was the bad thing was being in high school, working until ten o'clock, closing down, getting home at eleven fifteen, yeah, going to bed, not doing my homework. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. It it oh, man, that was a lot. And I swear, mm-hmm. I don't know for sure, but I swear we would you and I would work at least twenty eight to like thirty hours a week usually. Um, I don't know where everybody else was. Why was it all kids there all the time? Well, up until it was kids up until the mission people started working <laughs> yeah. there. And then we had then we basically had all of the uh the former alcoholics yeah. and drug addicts. God's there. warriors. God's warriors, yeah. that's what they are. The yeah. rehabilitated God's warriors. My favorite my favorite human being on earth was Paul. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was a um, what do they call that? We, uh, the Noah's Ark. No, yes, yes, he was one of those. Young he, Earth creationist. Yes, he was. He said he uh, he was adamant the yeah. Earth was no longer than six, no older than six thousand years old. God create. He used to say God created the Earth in six days. Then the flood happened. Yeah, and I would ask him like, so wait, God created the Earth in six days. Then the flood immediately happened. He's like, yep. Then the flood happened. It's like, well, what? I don't get, you know, <laughs> I don't. Here's the thing. He was just saying whatever he needed to stay, whatever he needed to say to stay out of prison yeah. and to have a warm bed. Yeah. Because he knew eventually he'd get out of that place and be able to go live under a bridge somewhere with some boots. I, so, I, and then he ran away and he got his fucking, you know, he got his booze well, and he got his look, bridge. Phil, we say on this show, always pursue your dreams. His sure. dream was to be an alcoholic who lives under a bridge clearly that was his uh it was you know this poor you know like when you see an alcoholic and you can just 
you can almost just tell they're an alcoholic without knowing because it's just how like aged they are. They're like they're revert they're like reverse adrenochrome basically. Their pores are as wide as like a dime. Yeah. And their nose is just fucking ballooned out uh-huh. like a fucking clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they uh it's it ages you very rapidly. But uh mm-hmm. yeah, he he was he had that texture. We'll call it a texture. He was very um mature. <laughs> I don't want to say mature, but he's very uh he didn't age gracefully. I don't know how oh, yeah. old was he. How old was he? I don't even remember. He could have been anywhere from 35 to 70. He he just had one <laughs> of those looks to him. He did have a very you call it the outdoorsman look to his skin where yeah. you can tell someone's kind of homeless. Where if they just look like they've lived in the sun, especially yeah. like in Phoenix, if you see someone in Phoenix who's homeless, they look like their skin looks like it's leather, yeah. just like it could, like it could, like you could just roll it up like on their <laughs> face. It's so <laughs> fucking yeah. Well, that's like, like uh, every citizen in Florida almost. Oh yeah, the ones who like mm. back in the nineties they set they went in those ta- uh, tanning booths a little too much. Oh man, I knew a few of them people. There's I, some Arizona people who look like that too, but oh. a lot of them are like road, like outside workers or truckers. Mm. So they can, that, so that they can't going. help it. So no, yeah, 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 exactly. But I'm saying, like, when I every time I go to Florida, there's a chunk of the population that look like that, but they're like oh, proud yeah. of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I guess it's Florida. What do you expect? I mean, it is what it is. Oh, now I remember finally what I wanted to talk to you about. And this is okay, something let's start the episode. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I have been going through my stuff, obviously. I'm moving, throwing away old shit. Um, and do you remember I used to have all them old, old, old ass like Nintendo strategy guides? Yes. Okay, so I was just gonna like, throw them away. Go ahead. Oh, like Nintendo Power Magazine collection and the No. No, like the actual ones specifically made for the video games, like Pokemon or Mario or like whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I do remember you had those. So I was just going to throw them away, right? I was like, Mm -hmm. I need to let things go. And then I was notified how valuable some of these things are. Uh, I was just looking the Pokemon yellow one, right? Yeah. It's like 80 bucks. For like an open one, uh, what are some of the like the Mario sixty four one? So I'm gonna try to get in that eBay life and see if I can <laughs> dispose of some of these uh, old strategy guides. Yeah, some of those games, if you have even opened, even like no box, no game guide, no nothing. Some of those old Nintendo sixty four and Super Nintendo games are worth quite a bit of money. Like, I think you still have that copy of Diablo 1 on PlayStation. I, f- I feel like you took that back. Okay. Well, if you had the case for it uh-huh. and the little game guide, I believe that was going for, like, maybe 100 to 140 yeah. bucks. Sounds about right. On, on eBay, because it was so rare, that PlayStation game. Well, the well Blizzard, who makes Diablo, um, they never... Back then, they very rarely released their games on consoles. So the original Diablo, uh, StarCraft for Nintendo 64, and I yep. feel like I'm missing one. 
But uh, yeah, they're very. They made a very limited uh, quantity of it. You remember how much of that original Diablo you and I used to play? Oh yeah, God, I mean the, it to... had two player on it. Yeah, and that was great. Actually, that it was two player on the same screen, so you had to kind of follow each other. But what's interesting about that is if you think about it now, um, back then, let's see, that was PS one. Okay, so yeah. in the original Diablo, didn't really have. I'm sure some way you could play online, but even when it was first for PC, that would have been pretty hard. And when you had mm. a console, you could play together. So that was kind of uh, this kind of cool. Obviously, you could break the game with a little money trick that yeah. you learned. But uh, yeah, do you want to have a moment of silence for your? I'm sorry, Phil. All your old Xbox games and these random fucking. Um, DVDs that you have here and stuff, they're gone. We're getting <laughs> random. You have like what? Uh, wait, what Xbox games? Because I I actually bought a I bought an Xbox from a game store. So, <laughs> so you want just, me to send them to you? Well, no. What like I don't. Send me, which which just, is cop one copy that you like? You're like I gotta have it that you used oh, to man. have. I don't even remember the games I used to have. Um. <laughs> yeah no i don't remember okay. I, so here's here's what i always do when an old when the old console is about to be taken over by the new console gamestop will have those old games for sale for like one to three dollars even like nearly brand new games mm. so i i was poor back then super poor so i would basically go and like like it would be like christmas i'd spend like 20 bucks and get like eight or nine games and just that that's what i did and then I would just end up having them. And then when I lived with you, I must have just had just a box of them. Yeah. You know, think hanging of, out there. Just think about this. How long have you been gone from here? <laughs> 15, well. Two, 2009. Yeah. So 12 years. Yeah. And your Xbox games have been sitting here for that yep. long. So you have a random assortment of like uh, old ass PC games. Um, yep. Those are gone. I'll look through the Xbox ones. Did you, you already throw them away? No, it's some of them. Um, okay. But the the Xbox ones were going to Goodwill. So if you can remember specific titles that you might have wanted, then I can see if they're up there. But uh, also what was interesting, you have a copy of VHS Shrek, no case or anything. And then you have like three other blank VHSs in there. I don't know. What the hell's what on are. there? I mean, I have a prediction what could be on there, but I don't want to. Well, we don't even have VCR. Can't even yeah. watch it if you wanted to. So I don't know what the hell's on there, Phil. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, shit. I, w I had just <laughs> lived at that frat house. So it might yeah. have been just one of the random porns yeah. that was getting like made and thrown around. You should so. have had DVDs by then. I was pretty broke, so <laughs> yeah, 2009, I should have had DVDs, but Boot, I mean, like, here's the thing too, I moved out in 2004, and I was basically just living, you know, in dorms, living in random whatever while I was in college, so I basically was holding on to everything too, up until I went into the military, and then I basically just brought the clothes on my back and the shoes on my feet, mm -hmm. so everything that I didn't like all of my stuff just basically stayed with you. So <laughs> my entire pre-military life 
just kind of lived in your basement pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I just shedded it like it, old skin. So, yeah. <laughs> Man, I had to get rid of your stuff and Roderick's stuff. Roderick <laughs> left his stuff here too, but I got rid of that a while. Like he had like a fucking early 2000s Dell computer here for some reason. <laughs> I have no idea. That shit's gone away. It's just like yeah. sometimes it feels good to purge. Like I love to purge sometimes. Just let it go. It does. My my favorite way of purging is whenever I move to a new place, I just leave shit behind. <laughs> you could at least take it to like a no. Goodwill yeah. or no. something. Actually, I need to go to my sister's house. I, I need to go to my sister's house. I've got like all of my old pots and pans like sitting in her storage shed. The thing is I've already bought like all brand new ones and being outside, they've all gotten wet and shit. So I'm pretty sure they're all rusty. So <laughs> I don't really think there's no like cast iron ones though. So it's the kind where if they get rusty, you got to just throw them away. There's no taking the, you know, taking the rust Look, off. I'm going to, let you in on a secret, Phil. You can get new pots and pans for about a hundred to hundred and fifty bucks. Let's go ahead and just recycle or take those ones to the scrapyard. Let's move on to new pots and pans. It's it's time to yeah. let them go. Oh no! Once I yeah, once I move into a house, well, once the market you know settles down and mm. a little bit, and I move into a new house, it's a good segue actually. Yeah, it's perfect. I'm gonna buy all. I'm gonna buy all brand new like kitchen stuff. Yeah, I usually do that when I move to a new place. I get rid of some of my old shit, but I figure if I move into a new house, I'm going to want, you know, nicer shit. So, yeah. but it's segue, lit- you it's- just bought a house in this crazy ass fucking market. <sighs> yeah. I'm trying to buy a home, but it is looking impossible. So, yeah, it's, it, um, it, we got really lucky because we just, when everything got settled and we could finally like, um, bid, I guess on a house, we got lucky simply for the fact that it was a company selling the house mm. and not a person. So they <laughs> they pretty much immediately accepted it. But then again, I went for uh, a townhome versus a house. Like the houses, if you want a house, you are in for a world of trouble. But uh, the thing is, is... Like the mom, but this is what I think is going to happen, and what I've heard is probably going to happen is now the interest rates are going back up, which means that people won't be able to buy like they were when they had lower interest rates, which should kind of slowly start to balance that out. So I don't know. Uh, maybe does okay, you were talking about the GI thing, right? For assistance or whatever for the house. Yeah, so I would either choose from the first-time home buyers kind of incentive, or the GI Bill, mm. which just the the VA the the home the first you know the home loan for a veteran. So I would choose between that, like whichever one was better. Does, okay, does the do you think the GI one gives you a locked interest rate, or is that based off, uh, whatever the U.S.'s uh, interest rates are at that time? So the good thing about the GI bill is the veterans, um, the veterans homeowner, whatever it's called, they make you, you don't have to put any, any money down at all. Okay. All right. There's no down payment at all. The problem is that's all added to the, you know, to the interest, to the back end. Um, That's the good thing about that one. And then the first time home buyers, 
the good thing about that one is they basically have all these rules set up so that you don't get fucked over. The problem is it's regulated so bad that it's hard to buy a home because this home has to basically be pristine. Like once the inspectors go through it, there can't be a single thing wrong with mm. this house or you get rejected. Yeah. So you're not allowed yeah. to buy this home because they're not going to let you buy a lemon. The problem is the standards are so fucking high. Oh, it's, okay. it's one of those deals where it's like, oh, I could easily fix that hundred bucks. But the the inspectors won't let you get in there. They won't even allow the the people who are selling the home to fix it. Basically, if they find anything, no, you know that's a, that's stamp. what the GI that's what the GI one. No, that's the first time home buyers. That's the situation my sister went through. Really? Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I guess I'm I'm lucky I didn't run into that problem. Well. There is one thing we don't need to go in the technicalities, but they um, are fixing it as part of the agreement. So that's uh, but it's really minor, I guess. But uh, yeah. yeah, I guess I don't know. Is I wonder if Pete, well, I guess you can get scammed anywhere, right? So maybe yeah. that's a good system to have because people who are not experienced with homes or whatever can be easily taken advantage of. So I guess it's good to have that kind of roadblock there. Um, because if you compare cars to houses, there's a lot of shysters in between. So <laughs> yeah. you kind of need somebody to help you out a little bit, but uh, are you well, going to the... oh, go ahead? Oh, I was going to say the problem is like, you can bounce back from a bad car. Like if you pick up a bad car, you can bounce back from that. You, it's not going to take you very long to, you know, like you, you might not be able to trade in the, the vehicle for like a lot, but you can trade it in, you know, spend some more money, get something else, you know, make the money back. But buying a bad, buying a lemon home as your first home, that could set you back into your forties, Yeah, you know, so yeah. it's one of those deals where you really don't, you really, it's really good that they have these kind of stop, you know, like stop signs in there you know, inspectors, they have all these regulations. The problem is it's almost too highly regulated. Right. So, yeah. You know what I wish I had, Phil? I wish I was rich so I could hire a boomer to follow you around and say, you know, when I was your age, I had two cars. I had a house. I could feed my family by uh, just working myself. What are you doing, you lazy bum? Yeah. You know, I, you know, I worked part time. My wife didn't work. We had two cars. Uh-huh. I sent all my kids to college in the seventies for almost nothing. Like, yeah, it's one of those deals. And now you have to work two jobs yeah. just to pay way too much mortgage. You know, did you see what my one meme I posted with the Anakin Skywalker and the boomers? No, I don't what know. Is it about? So, uh, basically it says like, uh, it says boomers. Hey, now that you're out of school, you got to go to college or you're going to be a bum. And it's like, I went to college and now I'm working two jobs to pay off the loans. And then the boomer again says, um, God, you should have went to a trade school instead of wasting your time at regular college. <laughs> and then Anakin's yeah. like, wait, hold on a minute. You're the one who set this plan in motion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but exactly. Uh, so, okay. Cutting all that out. If in the next, let's say six months, is Phil, is Phil hitting the streets? Is Phil going to be an official Arizona cowboy with his little ranch house with the clay roof? 
Oh, gee. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you can be a full blown citizen then. Like a streetwalker. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. I was like, it's like, God damn, what are you talking about? So I, uh, <laughs> the, the hard thing right now, we were talking about this, the crazy market. Uh-huh. So you'll look on Zillow one night, see a home on there or see a, I'm looking for townhouses or condos myself. So you'll see something that's been on the market for one day. It's got like 2,500 views. It's got 700 saves. And you know, even though it's been on there for one day and no one's even like walked in and looked at it yet, it's got three offers already. The next day, it'll be gone. Yeah. Completely fucking gone. You'll be looking at another round of condos, townhouses, and houses that have been on there for one day that also have like thousands of views, hundreds of saves, and most likely offers. So really, I've been look, I've been checking every few days um, for the past maybe three, two or three months, and it's it's crazy. When I started looking, these homes had been on the market for six, seven months, and they were lowering their prices. All of a sudden, one day, there was nothing on there except for oh, this home's been on the market for a day. Then next day, same thing, just different houses. So every single day. I, I don't even know if these people are looking through these homes or, get, you know, before they make an offer anymore, if they're Here, just making the offer, like, Oh, I, I need something, anything. Here's you what know? I'm going to say. If you are actually serious, you, you call you call your sister, say, Hey, who is your realtor? Hook me up. They'll give you access to the MLS. Um, and then you can see more accurately homes for sale and homes not for sale. Oh yeah, no. If I was if I was actually jumping in, then yeah, we my family uses like the same lady yep, for our real yep. estate. So every every uh, my mom, my older brother, sister, and younger brother, they've all used the same the same people for their you know Hell buying yeah. their house. So. You know what? You know what? That's great though because ironically, I'm using the same realtor from the house I'm in right now. He's great. He's amazing. Um, he's really helpful. So I guess if you found a good realtor that's been cool with your family, then you know what? You stick with them. That's what you got to yeah. do. And you guys got a fucking steal on yeah. that house back in like 2009. <laughs> thanks. Like, thanks, George Bush. <laughs> You're yeah. destroying oh, yeah. <laughs> the world. Thanks, George Bush. <laughs> Maybe we should put a picture of him on the mantle because if he didn't destroy the world, then um, we might not be living here. So. And actually, I'm not going to blame him. I'm going to blame Dick Cheney. So thank you, Dick Cheney. Yeah. Well, it goes back. It was uh, it was Republicans and Democrats who caused that that housing crisis. Right. Yeah. The basically it went all the way back to the Clinton administration Mm. where they were giving, you know, they had the the American dream type. Yeah. They were giving out loans. Trying to get people buying houses. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They uh I know. It's uh I think it was basically a combination of that and uh, the endless war that uh they never quit fighting and they are currently still fighting. Please for the love of God quit fighting that endless war. I guess then it wouldn't be an endless war, right, Phil? <laughs> whoa, whoa. I'm I'm in the I'm in the business of endless war. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, look. No, I'm not. Um, are you you work for Halliburton? Is that what's going on here, Phil? You secret yeah. agent for <laughs> Halliburton? Me, it's me and Dick Cheney, you know, me and Dick Cheney out there You're, getting the contract. So yeah, definitely. We should we should look into the conspiracy that Dick Cheney pays young men um lots of money and kind of keeps them as like backup hearts 
So he just pays him a lot of money, and then you come to the agreement that, yeah, you'll be rich for all, but he gets to kill you, steal your heart from you when he needs a new one. What do you think? Do you think he has that agreement with somebody? Like he just has a troop of young men yeah. walking around with them. Uh, they have like a certain diet. They can't eat salt or bacon. <laughs> and then whenever he has a little episode, he just sends him off to the surgeon and gets yeah. a new one sewn in. He's got like a ranch of young boy hearts. That's what he has. It's just his ranch of young boy hearts. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about adrenochrome. Like every <laughs> night he gets a blood transfusion from a from a like 22-year-old man. Oh, no. Well, uh, see, here's the difference. We know Adrenochrome is not real. We know Dick Cheney's boy farm is real. Well, he is mostly made of robotic parts. Now, right. He's, so. He is literally Darth Vader. Like, he's the mm-hmm. closest thing to Darth Vader that we have. Um, honestly, though, he, I don't know, him and Bezos, Bezos probably hooking him up with them cybernetics. Uh, things yeah. like that. Phil, I wanted to ask you too, this has been coming up in my uh, normal everyday conversations as well. How, what would it take for you to sit down and watch, finish to start Dragon Ball Z again? Oh, that face you made. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I mean, could I, that's going to be rough because you got to think the in-between episodes yeah. are a killer to watch. Um, there's also in-between See, it's almost like how Game of Thrones had in between seasons. Mm. They also like uh, say a man. That whole fucking series was terrible. Oh god! The, when yeah. when Gohan was in high school pretending yeah. to be a superhero, the Majin yeah. Buu. That's the Majin Buu one. Yeah, that was right before the Majin Buu saga. But that's when it picked up. Was when Majin Buu showed up. The Majin saga. Yeah. The, um. So you okay? I, you can get Dragon Ball Z Kai which they purposely edit out all of that horse shit. So it's just basically just point A to point B, the story. Here's the thing about Dragon Ball Z, though. It would be hard to recapture because I'm I'm an older, I'm a, like I'm a man now. I'm an old person. When I was first watching it, I was a teenager. And that shit was like really cool because I was obviously, you know, like, what were we like? 13, 14. Yeah. All of my friends were watching it, so we would all watch it, we'll all talk about it, you know. But now, I would just have to watch it and then just leave it to myself. Go to work, have a real job, and just not say, like, not tell anyone that I've been, like, binge-watching the entire <laughs> series. So. Wait, you couldn't tell all the hill folk you work with that you were at home watching cartoons as an adult man? No, I don't think so. I wouldn't <laughs> tell them, no. So, actually, uh, I, I have... Uh, CBS All Access, which just turned into Paramount Plus. Ooh. Um, I still, I have, uh, they have a few different things on there, but I found they have old episodes of Daria on there that I started watching again. <laughs> Daria, and I started watching uh, Beavis and Butthead too. Okay. Beavis and Butthead, not as good as I remember though. No, no, it's not because if, if the last time I actually like watched Beavis and Butthead, I think I bought like the fucking stupid DVD thing or whatever. It's like a whole episode is what like five minutes and then the rest is like them watching a music video music video yeah, yeah. so it's like of course it's stupid that's it's just them la- although i can't i gotta admit when i hear them laughing it gets me every time but uh okay how's daria hold up it holds up really well actually so i i used to watch it when i was a teenager younger mm. kid 
and I didn't really get a lot of the jokes or a lot of the kind of like her, the deadpan comedy type stuff. I couldn't really appreciate it back then as much as I can now that I understand more of it. Okay. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? The kind of like the way the comedy, the way it's written. Right. I didn't really like I didn't really get it back then, but I just kind of thought it was funny. But now I actually understand like all of the social stuff that they talk about. Is it so. okay? Is that a Mike Judge show too? Yeah. So it's um, Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hill, and Daria. We're all okay. We're all, all the same person. Okay. They're all spinoffs. Daria and King of the Hill are spinoffs. Oh yeah, so Daria is like in the high school with Beavis and Butthead, right? Yeah, and then Hank is the neighbor of Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> the old man. Right. The, Quit whacking off in my tool shed, yeah. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. The, uh, okay, so Daria, is she like a, I always remember as like an emo girl. Is that kind of like her thing or? She was um, kind of uh, like a nerdy goth chick, but not okay. really goth. So... It's very Gen X. Of... It's very a Gen X show, right? Oh, yeah. No, it's super Gen X. Yeah. Okay. It was very much a part of the time. The uh, the kind of, you know, just the the misery of living in the 90s. <laughs> you know, they had it so terrible back then. But Hey, you don't tell them that. You're a millennial. You don't tell them that. You're feeding yeah. them, Phil. We're, We're... We had it worse, remember? We're living on a constant roller coaster ride, getting out of high school, <laughs> getting out of high school during fucking uh, right as Iraq was heating up and then getting out of college right as the economy crashed. Yeah. Yeah. It's we good, had time. good time. Good time. Times. Good time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. Great way to great way to start off your life with the housing market falling apart and, and then- every job market, the job market fucking evaporated yeah the moment i got out of school the job market was nothing didn't exist how people were losing their houses left and right it was gas was like almost five dollars a gallon at that time it was I, nuts i remember um i remember i was like underpaid and shitty enough at best buy that i mm-hmm. didn't get fired but anybody who like made a little bit above, they like shit canned them all. Um, corporate got, I don't know if corporate, how big of the cleaning house that was, but I heard it was big. Big mm. broom swept them all out. The CEO was telling everybody, I'm not even getting paid this year, which is bullshit, you know, anyway. He got his bonuses. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, I was lucky in that scenario, even though Best Buy was a horrible job. And to be honest, it didn't really, I mean, maybe it didn't really seem like they slowed down that much, but I could be wrong. But then again, they needed a restructure because God, they were just like holding on and maybe they still are, but they're just grasping at the hope that they could continue just ripping off people with like these made up services. That was like yep. their bread and butter, the service plans, the like accessories, the like $200 HDMI cables that cost them like $5. The Geek yep. Squad services, like stuff like that, like the no overhead thing where they could just kind of like collect the money. It was, uh, that was their bread and butter. They needed to shift focus a little bit on that. 
Well, now they're just trying to keep their brick and mortar locations open. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's I can't even remember the last time I've even been in one of those fucking stores. I tried to buy a so when I went laptop or desktop shopping oh, uh-huh. back at the end of summer, I went into a Best Buy. The problem is they were selling out of all of their laptops and all of their everything. Basically, you were just given like if you bought, <laughs> I was told that if I would have purchased a um an all-in-one, you know, it's like it's basically a computer that's behind the screen. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. I was told if I had bought one, I would basically be given like a certificate to get one later oh, from the internet okay. if they shipped one to me. Problem is they didn't have one. Their warehouses didn't have one, and the factories hadn't made them yet. So it was like almost like a promissory <laughs> note for a computer in the future. So okay. I ended up getting mine at Walmart. It works great. Oh, God, Phil, not Walmart. It's a Dell. Don't worry. It's, <laughs> it's a real computer. It, it it works. It's fine. You remember when Dell was doing like the cow? Th- was it was Dell the cows? Gateway. Was it was Gateway? Okay. Tyler had a Gateway. Yeah. Okay. What was Tyler Dell's mar- what was Dell's marketing? I remember they had a weird marketing. Dude, thing. you're getting a Dell. They had the Stoner Kid. <laughs> Dude, and you're they a Dell. Al- they also had no wait. That was Apple. So Apple was the one where it was like the the dude from the movie Accepted, and then the guy with the Windows who represented Windows, who was like the nerdy guy, the business oh, guy. That was yes. Apple. But yeah, well, it was dude. You're getting a Dell. The stoner kid. I was thinking of like way before that because I remember. I know you're talking about uh, Justin Long, but that was like 2010. What I'm thinking of like is like 98, maybe 2000. Ooh. Like man, that was a long time ago. Like yeah, that dude, was... I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what their what their get... toy was what did, back then. What did you have? Well, like what did you have at your parents' house? That was a. gateway so we are the home computer that we had had about four gigabytes of memory yeah and maybe not even a gig of of like of ram so four gigabytes total memory of the solid state or the or no it was the disc but it was four gigs yeah absolutely and then i don't even know what we had for ram it was probably less than a gigabyte the video card was basically just you, the highest color you could select was like 32 colors. So, it was, <laughs> hey, it could play it Diablo 2. Yeah, no, it could play Diablo 2 and The Sims. But then anything that came after like The Sims 1 played really, really slow on that. Like, I remember we had that Empire Earth game. Yeah. And yep. that played pretty slow. So, okay, here's a good question. Um, I'm pretty pumped about it. How about uh, they're making Diablo I- 2 remastered? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna buy that game. Uh, it, yeah. They're putting it on consoles too. Oh, so really? I'm gonna buy it for uh, Xbox One. Dude, yeah. I remember when you got Diablo 2 and it came over to your house, I was like blown away by how awesome it was. I remember oh, yeah. you were sleeping and I was like playing it on your computer. You got like yeah. a level eight fucking Amazonian. No, the hell did I? I think it was Amazonian. Maybe it was. Wait, was that mm. was the Necromancer in like the first one or was that an expansion one? I think it was in the first one. I think was he was one of the one? five. Okay. All right. Who is the expansion ones? This is a the shapeshifter guy. And yeah. maybe it was a rogue or something, an assassin assassin. I bet it was an assassin. 
Yeah. So that was the the cool thing was that year my parents decided that instead of them going to the store and buying the Christmas presents for us, what they would do is they would take us along, tell us that we had a certain amount of money that we could spend, and then we would buy our own Christmas presents. So that was one of the one of my gifts to myself was Diablo 2. And I think I blew most of the money on Diablo 2. <laughs> but then when we got home, my my mom was like, well, you know, instead of waiting for two months, why don't you just take the game out of the box and we'll wrap up the box? So I was playing Diablo 2 for like two months before Christmas. And then I unwrapped the box and I was like, honestly, this is the greatest gift. <laughs> I was still <laughs> playing like the fuck out of it at that point. Okay. Did I played you, that game for years, actually. Did you ever beat it? Did you ever beat the game? No, we beat <laughs> Diablo 1 on PlayStation. Oh, yeah. yeah, we got into like... Uh, is it the second or third difficulty? I can't. Hell, I think hell was the hot. Was that the highest on that one? I can't remember. Yeah, I, so there was more difficulties on Diablo two, but mm-hmm. I think there was only one or two X above normal on Diablo one. And then Diablo two, I got to like the sand level or maybe past the sand level. And that was it. Yeah. The sand level is only the second act, Phil. That's not very far. Really? Yeah. Cause, thought, okay. Uh, well, no, then I got past that one. I almost, I almost got far enough to beat it, but I kept making new players, like new characters, mm, okay. and replaying. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the, if I remember right, it's like the town area from the first game is the first act. Then it's the desert is the second act. Then it's like the marsh and stuff oh, like yeah. that is the third act. Then it's like hell, heaven and hell itself, or whatever is like the fourth one. I think it's hell. I can't remember. I think you're in heaven, then hell or some shit like that. Or I don't know, something like that. It's uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever actually completely beaten the second one. I've gotten like pretty far in the third act. I remember that one. Yeah. I remember we were playing when you came to England and hung out, we were playing Diablo three. Oh yeah. yeah. Me- remember we were giving, <laughs> We were pretending the demons had like corporate jobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they were just waiting around yeah. for us to come around and they yeah. had like corporate jobs besides uh, trying to kill us. <laughs> They're like, all right, yeah. all right, Benny, get in there. You want, you want that promotion you've been working hard on? Go take down these, uh, that barbarian. If you want it, Benny, it's yours for the take. And, and then you just like kill them instantly. Yeah. Um, it was just, just, it's funny because I never realized it, but Diablo 1. So I started playing Diablo 1 again. I just bought it last Thursday. Ooh. I didn't realize that they have a little tracker for every single, some of those little little shit demon whatever things that you oh, kill. Yeah. I didn't realize they have a tracker that tracks how many of them you've killed. It's funny because by the time you get to like level 8, you've killed hundreds of like just the regular skeleton things. Wait, wh- wh- where are you playing Diablo 1? It's a it's a website called um, GOG.com, Good Old Games. Okay. It's called GOG.com. It was $10. Oh, there. so you playing it, oh, it just downloads it on your computer and you just boot it up or whatever? Yeah, it's just like Steam. Uh, it downloads the full game so that you don't need to be connected to the internet. So if I brought my laptop on a like a plane, I could, could play, play like it. Settlers 3. Just offline okay so huh interesting i because like blizzard has their own whatever launcher i guess you want to call it um but 
I think they have Diablo 2 you can play the original, but I don't know about Diablo 1. Maybe you can. I guess you can play the original StarCraft if you want, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. I, I've, I remember this was years ago when I was kind of just like helping out my dad working in the office. I installed Diablo on their computer, <laughs> just playing it yeah. in between waiting for customers to show up. <laughs> so it'd be like, yeah, the- oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the cool thing about Diablo, they had the Diablo 1, 2, and the Diablo 2 expansion. Like, they sold that at Walmart. And I think battle they sold chest. that at Walmart until like 2013. Uh, battle chest. The battle chest, yeah. Uh-huh. They sold it. Excuse me. They sold it there forever. So, dude, they they tore it up with them battle chests because they had the Star Trek battle or <laughs> Starcraft <laughs> battle chest, the Diablo yeah. battle chest, and then they had the World of Warcraft. Or they actually had Warcraft 3 battle chest and then World of Warcraft battle chest. So, um, yeah, they were killing it with those. I think Warcraft might be the game you're trying to think of that was on a console. Um, from Blizzard. Just, yeah, that, no, like, kind of like StarCraft, but it was like with... Yeah, you know, the orcs and humans. Goblins yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, that uh, Eric had Warcraft 2. I remember that Ooh. now. Man, that game looked like shit on there. But uh, oh, on the sixty-four? No, he was PS One. Oh, okay. I remember that it was terrible. Um, but uh, Warcraft Three, I'm surprised you never played that. That was like apparently one of the, like the best RTSs you could mm. play. Um, somehow we missed it. I've, I've never, still never played it. I would love to play it, but uh, but yeah, it's pre- apparently pretty good. By the time I was in college, I was so busy with school, work, and drinking <laughs> that I didn't I didn't really even play video games at that time. Like it was just school. I don't know. I, I didn't even sleep really. So yeah. like I maybe watched a little bit of TV, but mostly I just worked and went to school and drank every night. So now you're um you you're doing the same thing except for minus one thing, right? Minus the drinking all the time. Yeah, I did <laughs> I have a drinking event this past weekend. The but... school, Phil. Oh, the school. Yeah. yeah. No, I yeah. I basically so all I do now is work and then hang out at how at my house and watch like Netflix and fucking Prime and do all that stuff. But you're too but... Pr- you're too proud to watch DBZ though. Yeah, too proud to watch DBZ. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. If they came out, so they have a, well, I was going to ask you too. Are you pretty excited about the new Mortal Kombat movie that's coming Ooh, out? Oh, yeah, I yeah, am actually. That looks fucking pretty that good. Looks, that does look good. I think you need a subscription to HBO to watch it, I think. When it comes out? Yeah. I might actually get the HBO now because it looks like a lot of new movies are coming out. On that streaming service. Well, HBO, I'm probably, I got to get rid of Shudder. I probably get rid of like yeah, Paramount and something you, else. You probably get should. HBO now. You probably should. I honestly, though, HBO, um, when I had it for quite a while, they were pretty good about every month. They would kind of like remove a bunch of movies, put a bunch of new movies on there. Like they're one of the only apps that I know that would like keep doing that. So mm. um, like Shudder kind of does it. Not really, though. Netflix is just kind of like they just throw shit on there and it's just stuck there forever. Hulu's okay. Um, Amazon Prime's like really weird. 
one day something will be free to watch, and then the next day it won't be, then the day right. after that, then it'll be back again. So it's kind of like, I don't know what fucking Bezos is up to on there. But yeah, HBO is pretty solid. And I think because of the theaters not really being open, they're, they're kind of doing like a direct-to-HBO thing. I've noticed they're doing a lot of that. So like I, each week they had like a theatrical release coming on there and i think i'm assuming that's what mortal Kombat was yeah well i know prime is doing that hbo is doing that um they just had what was it um coming to america the mm. second one did you watch so that they, no i didn't i'm going to watch that some night um but i just haven't uh had the time to watch it i've been pretty busy the past like week and a half so the, the okay so i've never seen the first one but obviously you always hear people say it's funny as shit or whatever it's 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 great definitely watch the first one if you don't watch the second but yeah the first one's worth watching but my problem is i don't know eddie murphy hasn't been funny for quite some time now and um i just feel like it could just be a sh- big pile of shit I've heard not good things about the second yeah. one. Yeah, that's how so. it always. That's how it literally always goes, though, with those things. Yeah, well, it was just like Joe Dirt too. Oh, no God. one's ever watched that. We actually, when we watched that, it was, it looked like they filmed that in just in front of a green screen, yeah. like in a studio, in the back lot of a studio. It, yeah, that it, movie. They spent zero bad. money on that movie. It's <sighs> anybody who can make it through that. Um props to you Pro- honestly props to you but uh all right uh, phil oh go ahead I'm, i was gonna say i was surprised that they could get david spade to do that movie <laughs> he ain't got shit else going on but all right Definitely. we've been going uh for about an hour here so we're gonna close this out uh i hope everybody thanks for listening phil and i just kind of talk about random shit this is kind of what we do this is our regular off the record series that we do on patreon so if you're interested in that Check out us at uh, patreon.com slash subliminal deception or head over to our website subliminaldeception.com and follow the link there to our Patreon if you'd like to subscribe. Um, Thank you, everybody, who's been supporting us basically, what, two years now, Phil? Thank you guys for doing that. Uh, Unfortunately, we just kind of have a bad timing with two big events in our life, so... um, Maybe next week there'll be an episode, not including me, but with a special guest. And after that, we should return to normal. So once the yep. studio is up and running, I'm really excited. I've got big plans for it. I think the audio quality will be even better, even better than it is. So uh, thank you guys for doing that. And uh, we'll see you or you'll see me in two weeks. All right. Thanks, guys.